1: let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So it's the five so it's past five, five far-flung far fox. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and we've already had one or two. We'll let you know the ones we've had uh, already. It's uh, And it's further away than Sheffield. Yes, it is. It is a lot further away than Sheffield. So if you are a far-flung fox, we want to know, so we can now shoot at five past five. Uh, and it's quarter past four. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's go on to the next question. Uh, Frank Carl Coltree says, Do you think Nigel... We'll be looking to offload some players in January and bring in some fresh faces. That's kind of what managers look to do, isn't it?
3: Phil? I mean, I think at the moment it, Nigel's probably quite happy with the players he's got. I mean, there's several players we brought in right on transfer deadline day, like Nick Powell, who we haven't, we haven't seen hide nor hair of. I mean, Upson's still injured. He's got people like Wood, we were saying before coming on air. What, what, where's Chris Wood? Because he came on and was a saviour against Everton and, and not really seen much of him. So. I think at the moment he's got quite. A, he's got most of the players. I think they're all fit for tomorrow. Is that? Well, we seen not all Brighton either. Yet, have we? No, not seen much of all Brighton. So, I think at the moment. And there's with, Danny Simpson who you've. With Dave sinking, Danny Simpson may get in tomorrow. tomorrow.
4: I think it's worth a shout. I think uh, Richard Dalat's been a bit slow starting in some of the games. I mean, he's, he's a solid player, brilliant going forward at times, um, and I think in the Man United game he. he once he got to grips with the pace of the game he seemed to, to go from strength to strength but so, why, been...
5: so why did he have so much trouble in, in the Crystal Palace game, not Dev?
4: <sighs> he didn't play particularly well against Palace and I think he's had the first 30 minutes of most games this season, the first 30 minutes or so, I think he's been a little bit suspect Is,
1: is he better almost as a as a wing-back? Because obviously I'm used to seeing under O'Neill, uh, players like that they were protected a little bit because they had three centre-backs do you think he'd almost be better playing as a
5: wing-back? I think it would suit him, John I think a 3-5-2 formation would definitely suit uh, Richie De la so long as he was aware of the, the space mm. behind him. Yeah. But he is more of an offensive defender if you definitely, like. Yeah. But it is part of today's game. The two full backs do push on. They do give the width in virtually any formation that you want to put out uh, uh, these days. I think Richie against what's the boy's name? Um, Balassi was it? Balassi last week. I mean I was screaming at ha- half at after Palace, half an hour. Was. For goodness' sake, you know, get 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 give the boy a bit of a hand, but he was really struggling. But fresh faces is
1: an interesting. Well, that's the questions about: do we need fresh faces, is it questions seen some of the faces uh, we've not seen yet? Yeah,
3: that's it. We've still got a few players who've never appeared in the first team yet, mm. so. And I would say, after a pretty decent start, the uh, my answer to to that question at the moment would be, you know, let's wait till January. But at the moment, there's there's no panic station. It's kind of assessing the squad
1: suspensions, all that sort of thing, isn't it? It's It's a a a never-ending
5: thing, though, John uh, and Phil. It's a never-ending thing. They're always looking at players, always looking at assessing players that they've brought in. Is he improving? Is he taking on board their ideas? Injuries and suspensions will have a big time. But Maris came.
1: Maris came last January, didn't he? Uh-huh. And what a
5: massive and you, and you impact! look at that; it's a good signing. Yeah, yeah, yes. But the, well, so there were they have been looking. So that sort of proves my point. They're always, always, always looking and 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 looking to strengthen and looking to when you sign a player, John. I remember this in my day. When you sign up, when I signed a player, it's your duty to go out and try and sign somebody better.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, I think that's probably true. Um, okay, so I think that offloads some players. That's kind of a difficult one, isn't it?
3: There might be some players if they're not making first team performances. We'll they they themselves will yep. be looking. So he's yeah. got a difficult game. Pearson has trying to keep everybody happy. There'll be players on that bench who are who are fuming that they're not playing. I'm sure whether they're keeping that to themselves or banging on his door. But,
1: is t- but if the team, if the squad as a whole is doing well, surely
3: that's. Oh, well, I think as a player, Alan. I mean, you, you'd want to be in that you, team, whatever. Well, oh, you? No,
5: I would. I, don't <laughs> take I was no. once for Leicester City. <laughs> <laughs> once. And I uh, I didn't like it. In fact I got I got a speeding ticket going home that night. I was that raging. But no, there are players in there. And and, and also Nigel will understand that these players will need game time because you'll need to call on them possibly. So don't 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 be surprised if one or two of them go, you know, out on loan for a month or something to get games, you know, get match yeah. practice and stuff. But it's a fine balance about who you let go and who you put in because all of a sudden you might be down to the bare bones a wee bit. And another thing, let's 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 not forget the the spirit that this lot have got. They've carried it over from last season. They've brought in quality players who have bought into it. They're all good friends, good pals. So let's 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 just not get too hasty. Phil mentioned it earlier. We don't need to be getting hasty about this. We've yeah. Plenty of time. Yeah, Nigel but seems to know what he wants, doesn't he?
4: Well, there's, there's there's a number of players as well that we've touched on that haven't played as much game time this season as they might have expected and we might have expected. But on the spin of the coin, this time last year, Hammond wasn't getting much game time. When he was announced on the team sheet a few times this year, a few people might have been a bit surprised. And he's been but, one of the best it's, players. He's been terrific. Yeah. Um, but last season, you might not have been too surprised if it had been offloaded in the summer. So but you nice it's,
1: it's, not, it's nice, too, that Pearson and Joe were both nominated for player and manager. I know they didn't win it, but getting nominated is kind uh, of a recognition. It's a of death if he wins yeah. that, yeah. I'm quite that, of happy that Southampton got that, really.
5: Yeah. But no, I, I think uh, the way things are going at the minute, you, you know, let's not lose sight of the fact that we are where we are for a reason. OK, let's do your team selection, because I've got
1: a question kind of related to it uh, coming up next. So uh, what we did before we came on, everybody wrote down uh, their starting eleven and the formation that we'd start with. So um, I think we'll do Alan last. So I think that's probably the best way to go. Phil, uh, so let's start with you.
3: Well, I've gone for... I think mine's quite predictable, but I've gone for Schmeichel, Dilat, Moore, Morgan, Concheski as the back four with the keeper. Then I've gone for a midfield five where I've got Drinkwater and Cambiaso. We are running a poll online, John, to see if people think Cambiaso. Should start tomorrow Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that goes through the show Um, So I've gone for Cambiasso and Drinkwater in the middle With Merez, Schlupp and Vardy With Vardy pushing forward whenever we get the chance And Schlupp But just having Ujola up front as a a lone striker So sort of a 4-5-1 But a flexible one
1: Yeah, okay (laughs)
4: well, <laughs> I've gone a little bit different to that I, I went to the Palace game as we discussed before and we played 4-3-3 there after the Man U game and I didn't think that was a particularly good strategy away from home so I've gone more 4-4-2 so I've gone Casper in goal again um, similar back four in terms of Morgan and Moore at center was Konczeski at left back but I've brought Danny Simpson into right back um, midfield Mares confidence sky high at the moment I thought he played particularly well first half at Burnley uh, had a good international week as well um, Schlupp will probably be buzzing as well after getting his uh, name on the score sheets at Burnley so I've gone with Marez and Schlupp out wide Cambiasso and Drinkwater in the middle of midfield and a and Vardy up front
1: OK, that's
5: 4-4-2 four, four, we've had a 4-5-1-ish Alan Back fours, Richie Delatt or maybe Danny Simpson maybe, I'm not quite uh, sure who, who where's you? Morgan? You La- got a plum for one of them. Liam Balkonchewski uh, <laughs> <Paul laughs> he's right. not telling you I'll go, go Richie Delatt I've got a midfield three: Danny Drinkwater, Dean Hammond, and Matty James. And I've got a front three: uh, David Newn- Nugent, uh, Uloa, and Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy to drop in, David Nugent to drop in when we don't have the ball to give a midfield five. 3 four three three or four five one? Four three three, four five one. Yeah, but again, it's not about formations; it's about the players. <laughs> it is. It doesn't yeah. matter what formation you play, so as long as you do your job, they'll be fine. I just think we need a wee bit. I've left Cambiasso out because I think the work rate and the energy that Danny Drinkworth, Dean Hammond and Matty James, Dean Hammond, by the way, who I think had a particularly good yeah, season, yeah. Uh, and Matty James, I think we've missed that. the strength in there, there's ability, there's, there's forward running, there's, back, run, there's getting back to help your back four and everything in there. So, away from home, Newcastle United, difficult game get to the hour mark I'm putting this team out to say right get get an hour up and stay level and we'll win the game in the last but half but Dave's half. formation is slightly
1: more I- I- different in that I ma- think it's Mar- too Marys flimsy and, well see Marys and Slup who, who, who <laughs> too did, flimsy who you, did, cannot, you uh, can blow him over I do this get, team I mean let me finish Maris and Slup who, who, who started <laughs> who started you know uh, against Burnley obviously I think first off we played better obviously but they got forward and, and, and caused a few problems didn't they
4: I think those players are capable of getting forward and getting behind and and probably getting us in front. There's nothing then to say that you couldn't switch the formation, which I don't think so far Pearson's done particularly well. I'm a fan of Pearson, don't get me wrong, but I don't think sometimes he's brought the plan B into action. And I think Burnley and Crystal Palace are good examples of that. Away at Crystal Palace, played 4-3-3, stuck with 4-3-3, we lost playing 4-3-3. Burnley 442 stuck with 442 and at half time I thought they sorted us out matched us up second half and gave us a problem.
3: Sure. I, I just think Cambiasso is going to be the sort of player with his pedigree and past that if he stands in a packed St James's Park with 54,000 fans there stood in the middle he's going to revel in that and it, that's the sort of games he's going to boss. Okay. So I, I just think he's going to be the sort of
1: Okay, I'm going to put the question in from Max Pickering because it's kind of relevant to that actually. Uh, uh what do you think Esteban Cambiasso can bring her to the pitch in the dressing room over the course of the season will Nigel capitalise
5: fully on what he's got to offer experience but, but, but will the to, manager capitalise on that well absolutely <coughs> it wouldn't surprise me if the manager's got Cambiasso taking a coaching session taking a training mm-hmm. session, go and work with the midfield players, You know, go and get the triangles worked out etc etc You've got to. When you've got somebody of that caliber who's won so much and played at the highest level for such a long, long time, you would be foolish if you didn't tap into his experience, his knowledge, you know, his wisdom, everything like that. So I would, I would expect Cambiaso to be highly involved. Wouldn't surprise me either if, at the end of his his contract, he's offered a new one, sort of on the coaching side as well.
4: Similar to to Phillips, obviously. Phillips did exactly the same thing didn't he He brought him in twilight of his career um, did some great stuff for us on the pitch and now he's on the coaching staff and I know we touched on this a couple of weeks ago with Upson of the same sort of ilk in the uh, the defensive role
1: Okay, we'll have questions from Samantha Clifford Martin Richardson and uh, Thakur Schultz uh, to come Neil in Weston says best show on the radio better than another radio station that I won't mention
5: wait does it begin with B? E? but he's enjoying it anyway and um, excuse me we have a question sorry does it begin with B? E? the other radio station no, no, no oh it's not no, them then no it's not them
1: <laughs> <laughs> I missed that actually sorry <laughs> um, uh, we had uh, one here from Will Holloway uh, good afternoon Will uh, when will Knockhart get a game
5: we didn't mention, I was going to see that mention him
1: actually he deserves a chance he was one of our best players last season
5: Good question, Will. That's a great question. A question. Yes. I mean, we've all been discussing about, but you know, your Chris Woods and people like that, yeah. and not getting a game, and 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 Anthony Nkunku, he's been sort of left by the wayside a wee bit, hasn't he? I think he'll be fuming on the benches. I think he is one who's probably stomping around, one
3: desperate oh, to get on. He'll be he'll throwing his hands in the air, be throwing his teddy out. Yeah.
1: He's he got out for a little bit against
5: Burnley, didn't he?
3: Yes, and he looked pretty decent in that in that little cameo he came on for. I thought, but. Unfortunately, he didn't quite. I no, no. still
5: think. I mean, I've I've given. I've, hold my hands up. I've given Anthony some stick over the past yeah. season or so, but I've also given him a lot of praise when you when you when you know when he does his job properly and stuff. I still think that defensively, you can't you know, trust him a hundred percent. You know, there's this that wee chink still, and there's that wee bit where he loses the ball and he gets a bit petulant and he doesn't get back in the game quick enough. So away from home against teams like Newcastle you you'll get hammered but he will have he will have a part to play this season his t- t- it t- was, will come will it?
4: <coughs> it was interesting that he put on twitter last night that he was um, having an early night in preparation for saturday
1: uh-huh. did I? Is yeah.
4: that is that a little uh, clue they, i don't
5: know he's not in your team it. though it
4: wasn't no, in your team it's not in my <laughs> team but I, I, i'm not picking the team nigel <laughs> yeah but what, uh, what, what, <laughs> did, he, what team, did he,
5: he do <laughs> what did he do on wednesday and thursday night he was up clubbing ah, yeah, he no he you see, It's not just, it's not just <laughs> he, a Friday night I know you yeah. will be going out giving it plenty Some shapes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to stay with Burnley Because Samantha Clifford's question is kind of relevant With results like that against Burnley Are our expectations too high Or should we warp the lower um, We should warp the lower games type of thing Following the results we got against the big teams At the start of the season Because I guess we all went into the Burnley game thinking Oh, you know, uh, we beat Man United. And, uh, you could sense
3: the excitement, and uh, but a bit of reality is not a bad thing either, is it? No, I mean, I went into as a fan. I went down expecting that we should turn Burnley over, but I think I said to people beforehand, "It's good old. We're all Leicester fans. It's a roller coaster ride, and we we sort of you go in thinking you're going to win a game, and then you, you know in the back of your mind, Burnley's a banana skin, and unfortunately, it did prove that way. It was a pretty pretty average game to watch.
5: But but Burnley, weren't, Burnley
3: weren't an easy team to beat no. last year. You know, no, they were well organised and they sort of outplayed us at the game we went. No, I'm not so sure. I thought we, I thought we
5: controlled the game up at um, Toffnurp. We easily. did,
3: but the home game we had a draw, didn't we? Early in the
4: season, a lot of similarities. Um, I, I thought first half last last game. I nearly said last week. Um, <laughs> first half against Burnley, we we were as good as we've been this season. We didn't take all of our chances, but second half did we have a chance? Second half?
1: No, I think I think they uh, they had one save as I can
3: remember. Liam Moore's header was it? Yeah, something like that. I mean, the the opta stats for what they're worth showed that in the Burnley game, the stats compared to the Man United game. I think there was something like fifty less runs made in the Burnley game, a lot less mileage covered, and which they sort of at indicating that the the players hadn't quite put in as much. You know, time running around and effort. I'm not.
5: I'm not so sure that that's a marker performance or something like that because you didn't run. Sometimes to receive the ball, you've got to stand still. So, and, and that's as important as making a run. Sometimes players they're in space and and, and can receive the ball, and instead of waiting, they do they, they make a run and they run away for the ball. So the person in possession has a problem. I don't think it's necessarily that. Burnley, high expectations. didn't happen. Gave away a stupid free kick in the edge of the box, Matty James. And the, and the lads has gone. He scores goals from there for fun. Casper might be a wee bit suspect. Well, You were talking about Casper. No, 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 sure, you were but,
1: talking a bit about Casper before we came on air as well. I mean, what's the general view? I mean, you know, I've never had any concerns about him, really. But well, I, should...
5: I th- I've put this question to Phil today about Casper. You know, we've got two away games now, Newcastle and Swansea. Should we lose both. Should we lose both by a few goals? It's is Casper's um position in, in danger. Because Ben Hamer's played one premiership game, one one, and no goals against. So that
1: was away from home as well.
5: Well these aye, and these two games are away from home so is Casper right, I, I, I wonder. would be we're it. it'd be interesting to, to, to know the, the the thoughts of the supporters. Bill Dave, think, what do you think? I mean I think every fan's
3: gonna pick Casper to play tomorrow, certainly. <laughs> Um, Hamer didn't put really a foot wrong away at Stoke And looks a good backup keeper The one thing you would say with the defence as a whole Including Casper, Is it it looks like we're we're struggling to keep those clean sheets Or
5: we are shipping sort of two goals on average every game
4: It's the only clean sheet we've had, isn't it?
5: Yeah, Yeah, but the thing is about that You're talking about... um, uh, the, the clean sheets and stuff We've given away free kicks Stupid free kicks In dangerous area I mean we lost two goals From free kicks Wes Morgan's outside The penalty area In the right back spot Giving away a free kick What's that all about Wes? You what? should know better than that uh, We've and conceded then, a few From James, free kicks in the last Free kicks two, and corners and... Right If they, if they, we hadn't conceded Other free kicks In the last two games We'd have had another Four points Five right. points
1: yeah. I'd say if some puts uh, Okay uh, Let's move
5: on Because I've had uh, another
1: email uh, Studio at hermesnewsfm is the email. Uh, give my best wishes, uh, says uh, Tony to Alan. Great to hear him back on Hermes FM. It's great to hear. It's well informed. Uh, the ci- well informed city banter as well. Lots more James Taylor, please. In fact, could you play the entire Sweet Baby James album? Yeah. Um, says, uh, anyway, um, uh, we're just discussing people getting in touch. We've uh, had um, a very famous person from a Leicester point of view get in touch, Phil, haven't we?
3: Yeah, yeah, Lee Jobber called in. Uh, he tweeted us, Mister Lee Jobber, the, the drum man. Man. Drummer, the drummer. drummer. <laughs> he knows who he is. Only kidding. We were asking him uh, via Twitter whether he thought Cambiaso should start, which is our online poll. If fans want to uh, have a vote on that, on www.100lcfc. dot com. But Lee Lee tweeted us and said, "Yeah, for him, it's uh, Cambiaso is a sure starter." So. I think I think generally the fans. I'll, I'll I'll look at the poll and see where the fans are coming from at the moment. It'll
1: be interesting, won't yeah. it? Tomorrow? Uh, Steve Oldfield says uh, thanks for the uh, uh, tweet. By the way, always said I'd take a point against Burnley. Knew they would be tricky. Okay, uh, we've got a point as well. Okay, Martin Richard's been in touch. Uh, what does Alan Young feel a realistic finishing place in the league is, and what areas could be strengthened? Well, I've
5: always said that. Uh the, um, um, finishing in the top half is, uh, is entirely achievable, but for me, as a, as a footballer or an ex-footballer, you know you'll be trying to to win as many games as you can, and you see where you are, and you, you get certain targets. Some teams will be fighting relegation, other teams will be striving for a European place, and others will be quite happy, you know, to, to languish in, mid, in sort of mid-table a bit. Neither going to make Europe or getting relegated so I wouldn't like to be playing in games like that I'd like to have something to fight for to battle for so for me definitely top half just nudging maybe about ninth or eighth or ninth and strengthen well I think it's the age old question about strengthening your team I said it earlier once you buy a player you've got to go and try and get somebody better that's that's the law of the jungle in football but um, I think I uh, Nigel will have all the scouting people all over the place. You look, he produced Anthony Jokart from out of a, out of a, you know, out of a glove, and then came along came Marez, you know, Ujoa. Who would have thought would have had him? Mm. He always causes problems at Brighton. So the the management team, the coaching team, the scouting team, they'll be on their toes all the time. And if there's somebody that they think can improve the squad, they'll get him.
1: OK, uh, and Tony says, by the way, thank you. That was a beautiful dedication.
5: You're more than welcome, Tony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, email is studio uh, at com, uh, Or you can tweet me at Sinky Sports or Alan at, at Alan9Young. Or you can call in on 01530 460 That's 01530 460 Somebody next door will answer the phone and put it through to us so they're paying attention uh, next door uh, right um and there's a name here that's going to be good for me rickard t thacker schultz there's a name and a half
5: a good um, um,
1: it's on there on your sheet there look uh now the question does my lesser city team get getting accustomed to the english premier league attention or not now then i'm not quite sure of the question what can you interpret what you think the question is? First? I
4: think I think what he's trying to say is: Are Leicester City getting accustomed to the Premier League? Yeah. In other words, are they settling to the pace of the game, etc., etc.?
1: Well, that's what the manager seems to have got them to do. Given where they are now, does that not enter itself, or is that too simplistic?
4: It depends on your expectations. If you if you really want to get pedantic about it, you might say, "Well, we haven't won all of our games. So maybe we're not that accustomed." But that's not reality, is it? Um, I would say that we've accustomed ourselves pretty pretty well so far. I think if you look at the opening fixtures we had at home, everybody took a gulp when they saw the, uh, the fixture list and thought, where's the first point coming from? Um, never mind the first
3: nine. I mean, we, we were talking a couple of weeks ago that the start, as Dave was saying, was pretty horrendous. And then there was a little block of five, six games, which we're now... Into halfway through that were more than winnable with Newcastle was a, there's a chance for points there Swansea away again will be tough a chance of points but other than I think we've got West Brom at home yeah. these are all the sorts of games where West Brom I, at home and Sunderland at home are key fixtures for us now having dropped a point
4: potentially against yeah. Burnley they're all Two key top. fixtures they are
5: yeah, they're they're every fixture is difficult I th- I th- sorry th- 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 I think what he's, he's trying to say there uh, Rekha uh, I hope I've got your name right I think he's maybe saying to his Leicester team, get the attention that yeah. they deserve. You know, from, from, yeah, from the media, media and so on. Media, yeah, the punters yeah. not but that. In a way, I'm not Are too bothered he... if they
1: don't, to be honest.
5: Are you? Well, no, I mean, no, not really, because you get all these hacks now. They'll all yeah. be in the press room now. They'll all be for the Guardian, for the Observer, for the yeah. Daily Mail, and all that. Where were they all them last year and the season before? You know, I saw the glory hunters that come in there. They're, they're a waste of time, a okay. waste of space.
1: I'm not too bothered whether they do or not. I, I'm more interested in the local coverage.
5: It's certainly
3: much more like high this. profile. The whole Leicester City roadshow that's going around everywhere. It is... Uh, I've heard of people who went to Italy a couple of weeks ago on holiday. And they, they were in the bar. This is just a... Yeah. And, and they said, oh, where are you from? Uh, and they, they said Leicester. And the barman went, ah, oh, cambiasso, cambiasso.
5: you just <laughs> beat yeah, Man yeah. United. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant.
3: Last week... Sorry, last season... Th- that barman would not have heard of Leicester no, City. No, no, absolutely. So he knew he'd seen the put, game. He put, was obviously connected because of Cambiaso. Be put
5: you on the map, doesn't it? Yeah.
3: The Man U game put us strictly Ch- on the map, didn't it? Oh yeah.
5: Definitely. Can I just say, John? I've just had a, a text from my yes. good friend or our good friend, everybody's pal, Mr. Jeffrey Peters. Oh, Jeff.
2: Hi, Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing, Hello.
5: pal? Um, you, I'm listening to Hermitage FM. Be careful, pal. You get the sack. <laughs> Uh It's good to hear you, pal. Thank you, Jeff. I've just got to say thanks to quite a few people for can John just a while I'm on it. To to my pal Dave who sat next to me. To to um, Jeff Peters. To um, oh I forgot other names. <laughs> to Mick Phil C- Mick Phil. Um, me, I can't even. <laughs> no, 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 you see, you're putting me off now. <laughs> Dear me, this. Making this for Jeff. Chris, Chris came as well. Okay, Mick came. There's somebody missing My brother oh, Mansfield, Phil Mansfield and, and Dave's brother They they helped me out In a time I need Over last weekend Thank you all so much Yeah Okay uh, We've had Tom Pauley <laughs> On Twitter saying
1: uh, Against Burnley There seemed to be A reluctance to shoot From distance The Newcastle keeper Has a dodgy elbow So shoot He says I think he's going to play Tomorrow I think I'll
5: somewhere Yeah yeah I th- Do you know It's strange I was watching England game midweek I don't know what you think And um Rooney had quite a few chances how many times did England come up because the other team they dropped back right they dropped in and yeah. gave them no Estonia it was wasn't it Yeah, gave them no room and they were trying to play little one two passes in and around dependently. penalty area and I thought they were trying to pass too often now what happens can anybody use tell me here's a question for you if you've got two or three players who are banging shots in for 35 yards 35 yards wham the keeper's diving to save it's hitting the post the keeper's diving to save the keeper's just missing it it's just going over the bar what's the goalkeeper going to say to your back four? Uh, stop Stop! Yeah, get out game, a get, bit more shut yeah, them down close yeah. them down Yeah, yeah. Get, close get, them down get, get, get so, tight. right so you get further up the pitch Crazy close space. them down get the hand behind them and what happens then? You create space behind yeah, yeah. them, then you play in and around and through. I'm glad I got that right. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's simple for me. Yeah. But England persisted with it. Yeah. It went on and on and on and on and on and on. And it was, it, for me, I was thinking, dear me, did somebody go to shoot? Mm,
2: absolutely.
1: Mm. Okay,
5: uh, a little bit forgot we... what the question was, did not
1: I? The idea. question was,
3: did we shoot I- enough against no. <laughs> no. Well, second half, we didn't, clearly, did we? Yeah, you know.
1: Okay, I'll just do this question now actually because it's kind of relevant to what we were talking about. Uh, when's Ben Hamer uh, going to get a spell? He had a clean sheep last time out against Stoke. Simon Hadlam with that question. We've kind of covered that a little bit, but he was only in because Casper was injured. Well, um, aye.
3: Aye, but. He, he will get a chance. I'm sure Hamer will, will come in, uh, whether it's through Schmeichel having an injury or through him not having a loss of form.
5: But I mean, do we want him to fill? Because if he sat in the bench all season, It tells us possibly that Casper's doing not a bad job. So, therefore, we're getting points. I mean,
3: sorry, Dave, somebody's tweeted in and and said, um, uh, Casper got a bit of criticism for the Burnley, for the last free kick. But how many times will Casper pull us out with a save and stop us doing that? I
4: I don't think we're in any way, shape or form in a position where we need to be... um, Questioning Casper and suggesting that he
5: needs to be dropped. I don't think he's. I in thought that he had a super form. game against Portugal, Dave.
4: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a fantastic keeper, and unless, unless for me, unless he's injured or suspended, I think
1: he will always be Leicester's number one. Hermitage FM at five past five. Uh, we're going to reveal our far flung foxes. Uh, so if you're a far flung fox wherever you are in the world, uh, get in touch by email studio at FM. Uh, dot com, or you can tweet me at synky sports or alan at alan nine young, and we'll reveal our furthest far-flung fox at five past five.
5: <laughs> I thought I got through that. You've only seen. you, want well, see, eh? you want, listen, folks. you want to seen the concentration on his face there, Johnson. <laughs> I
1: did. I did need it a bit. Uh, okay, so we have one of my tunes or one of their tunes, Alan. You decide. Um, one some, of my tunes. One, no, yours is the one after the next one. They, no, they're not allowed. It's a yeah, show. No, it's they nice. picked a
5: song each they're other. Show, it's show, John. No. Answer, did do you, have you, you, you asked you? them if they've got yes, a previous song? Yeah,
1: yeah. Why? Because you asked me to ask them. <laughs> I never did. You did. Why couldn't they have a song too, you said? Oh, I've got some great songs, John. Yeah, well, you have to wait I'm one I'm going. More. See ya. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Uh, stick your song on, what, John. Stick mine on. Okay, uh, this
3: is mine then. Just upset, young.
1: Okay, it doesn't matter what I pick because I've already had a a couple of tweets saying, let Alan pick a song because
5: he wasn't on last week. And while I love Donna Summer, John... Yeah, she's good. I prefer Barry Manilow doing that. No, I don't. Yeah, okay.
1: Whatever you decide, Alan. But more gonna... passion, in it, John? No, I like you
5: it. Know. Uh, Donna was a good uh,
3: class disco are, yeah, yeah. John's just stuck in 1976, I think. Yeah,
1: I am, actually. I was DJing in Barnsley in sa- Oof, 77. Dear. Oh, here 77 we go. Was The highlights. Saturday here we go. Night <laughs> Fever year. <Yeah, laughs> Dr. Do- <October>. uh, <laughs> Doctor in yeah. 77. I'm
4: getting a bit worried. I'm sat next to Alan, and he'd rather have Barry Manilow than Donna Summer. I know, I'm a bit worried as <laughs> well, yeah. OK, you've just had uh,
1: some contact, Alan. Tell us about that.
5: I have, I. Chris Fullion. um... Proper bloke lives millions of miles away. You could have been nearly a far flung fox, Chris. Um, lives on the south coast. Runs the Leicester till I die. Fan site. Great bloke. He's just tweeted in to say, "What's he saying?" He, he's saying that uh, he
3: definitely agrees Cambiaso could have made the difference against Burnley, and, and again should probably start
5: tomorrow. Oh uh, well, Chris. Um, I don't think he'll start tomorrow. He might do. You know, um, we've all got our opinions, and I respect yours. Um, I don't think he'll go. I don't. Think, I don't think he'll start tomorrow uh, against Burnley. Well, yeah, maybe. But I think. Um, I think it was just an overall performance that wasn't good enough. I said at the start of the season, instead of just playing well and maybe <coughs> two out of five games, we are going to have to have everybody getting like A out of ten virtually every game of the season to survive in the Premiership. So we didn't do that against Burnley. And we've got a just a watch.
1: Well, we've got a couple of minutes to Alan's next tune to take us up to the five o'clock news. Uh, Daniel Hook says, if you could compare our season so far to any other, which would it be as in anticipation and enjoyment, he says as well. Difficult to compare seasons. I mean, it's fairly early on as well, isn't it, really? but
4: I think in terms of as- anticipation and enjoyment, the, the Man U game obviously makes a massive impact oh, on, yeah. on your enjoyment so far this season. Um, as good as last season was, early doors... Wasn't that great? You know, we lost a couple of games early doors at the start of last season. This season, we'd probably <laughs> um, exceed in expectation. I, I
1: know it's a long time since we played in the Premier League. So, compared to a Premier League season,
3: you have to go back almost to the O'Neill era, really, don't you? Yeah, the late, late 1990s, 90s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the anticipation as a fan, I, I'd, I'd almost forgot because ten years is a long time as a fan. The, what what it felt like to go to these big big games, and it's something to go to a, a big. The playoff game that's been good fun, but suddenly when Arsenal or Everton or Man U yeah. are coming to town as a as a fan, the buzz before the game is yeah. something that you just you can't
5: put a price yeah. to it. It just is so different to when yeah, you're playing I, I, Doncaster. It's it's it, do you know, it's, it's the same in the dressing room, Phil. I bet you know, it's twice as much. As you know, it's, it's it's amazing when you're you know just arriving in the coach at the ground and you've always got two, three, four thousand of your supporters all at the gates. You know, so. It's, uh, it's a fantastic feeling.
0: Radio about North West Leicestershire on ninety nine point two FM and online. This is Hermitage FM. I don't know about
1: you. Uh, we get excited in the studio about the program. <laughs> it's all kind of yeah. Let's
5: do this and let's do that. We need another hour. And we stuff do. Like that. We do. We need another hour. Everybody who's listening in now, do you do you, do you <laughs> agree? We need another hour. Come on. Uh, We've
1: got quite a few questions to get through, Uh, thanks to those who have been in touch as well. But it's five past five, and that means it's time for... The Far Flung Foxy! And we've got quite a few of them as well, Alan, as well. And uh, your geography seems to be quite good. So it's working out who's the furthest away. So in, right. re- in reverse order, please.
5: In reverse order. Now, listen. Um... Oh, that's oh phone. hang so on. on the you phone, better
1: right? answer that, might be oh, the we'll, phone. I'll pull it through. <laughs> oh, serious. Uh, hello. Ready? Uh, hello? It's a
0: gentleman desperate to speak to Mr. Young. Okay,
1: what's your name?
0: It's, I'm John downstairs. Yeah, okay, and we'll pass him through because we're
1: live on air. Okay.
0: Oh, okay, I'll pull him through. Thank hello, John.
1: There. Uh, that was John downstairs patting somebody through. Hello, uh, John Sinclair here. Who's this?
0: It's Andy. Andy Charlotte.
1: Andy Charlotte. Where are you I calling from, Andy?
0: I'm in Essex. In Essex. In Essex. Oh, is what, what's,
1: what's the weather like down there?
0: It's just very grey and and blowy, but it's it, it ain't too bad. It's uh, Quite so warm and white. Quite mild.
1: Oh, thanks for tuning in to Horncastle's FM. Alan Young's here. Would you like to ask him something?
0: Yes, Alan. I just, um, you know, Andrew Richards, who does um, Leicester City FC, the memories page.
5: Uh huh.
0: His son um, is in intensive care. Um, he had a a bowel emergency bowel operation in the Leicester Royal Infirmary yesterday, and we just want to wish him well, really, because he's everybody's freaked about it, and we <clears throat> we all love him to bits. So
5: right, Andy, just give me his name. Just Andrew this Richards
0: and Tom Antliff,
5: his, his son. Right. Well, I think it goes... I mean, it, it doesn't take anything to say. The, the four lads that we're with here today, John and Phil and Dave, and I would think the whole Leicester City football family um, who are listening in and, you know, are thinking about you and, and we hope that everything turns out for the better. We've all been in difficult situations. Yeah. And... and um, I can, I can, I can hear the pain in your voice, Sandy. Yeah, so yeah.
0: he's had part of his bowel removed. So, um,
5: yeah, this is where supporters really come together,
1: as well, isn't it? Times
5: like these. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I, I think you'll find that um, the supporters, the people who are listening to this, all their thoughts will be with you, thoughts and prayers, and um, thanks very much for the uh, for um phoning in. So,
2: yeah,
0: thanks, Alan, um, Andrew, Richards will be over, over the moon you've just spoke. So.
5: Okay, well, thanks for calling. Yeah, cheers, Alan. Thank you very much. Bye yeah, bye, th- you. Thanks welcome. very much for calling. Uh, Thank
1: you... you very much. That's all right. No problem at all. Oh one five three oh four six oh nine nine two is the number to call if you want to get through uh, to Alan and the team. Well, we're doing far flung foxes. It's just after five past five, so uh, we start heard... again.
5: Yeah, start again because <laughs> we've got some very very far flung places. We've got we? some beauties here, you know. Listen, would you believe that the nearest far flung fox is actually in Italy? San Remo. That's the nearest. Where I played. That's the nearest. I played in San Remo. Um, And the next ones that no, we might need a wee bit of help with this, folks. So it's between Rhode Island and Pennsylvania, which is nearer Britain? Rhode Island or Pennsylvania? I know they're both on the East Coast, but where? How close? So we're putting them sort of second, second last, if you like. Then we've got, oh, sorry, that's Stuart Walker from Rhode Island. Yeah. And it's Jack Healy from Pennsylvania. And it's Matt Gammon from San Remo. You be careful over so there. They like so the Gammon like, in Italy. So it like
1: early in the morning there, late morning sort of time. That's I'm not of bothered at no, what behind, time yeah, is yeah. it
5: is. The boys have taken the effort. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Paul Mala, Arizona. Now, it's Arizona <laughs> closer to Britain <laughs> than know. Colorado, where Paul Blankley is. Hey, Paul, Paul Blankley, Colorado. Paul Malley, Arizona. It's a close call. But, two to go. Two to go? Aye. V's in Brazil. In Brazil? And he's still
1: not the furthest away. And he's the guy who came to the game. That you V's made the in Brazil, way. yeah. We yeah,
5: know yeah. him well. He's a friend of, um, of, friend of um, Hermitage FM. He's a friend of 100% LCFC. I think he's even Dave's pal, Dave <laughs> Sullivan. Him, him with the little foxy things. Anyway... And these these you're only saying pal because the winner is from Bangkok. Bangkok. Woo. Aaron or Aaron Gun He's number one. Aaron Gunn he's in Bangkok, the furthest flung fox this week at five past five Uh,
4: yeah that was good I think Uh, Phil's chuffed about that because he's won the t-shirt and you've got to send it all the way over
2: there so it's going to cost a few quid in postage yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) we'll
1: have a whip round for him shall we but talking
5: about far flung foxes yeah I've got a little far flung fox right in front of me yeah where'd you get that from Dave Sullivan Dave who's here obviously he makes all this stuff you might have seen it on, on, on Facebook you might have seen it on Dave's website Dave's website we've got that coming up for you in a minute and uh, it's the little foxes, little blue foxes Beautiful things, different prices, different sizes There's a necklace here that I'm really, really I'm, not I'm, I'm even considering yeah. wearing that, John Well no, to
1: be honest, I, I think Dave mentioned to me He was making those now, it's the
5: first time I've seen one of those Oh, they're absolutely fantastic And if them. you want to, if you want to, i tell you what as a Christmas gift, absolutely spot I on I think, think I'll order one from my other home, well, actually Well, uh, sportingglassware.com It's where you want to go and if you want to ring, give Dave a ring. <laughs> good, <laughs> good luck with this one, pal. Dave's phone number that. is 07845. Sorry, Mrs Sullivan. 07845 A <laughs> uh, Sporting Glassware, Little Foxes. Believe me, these are absolutely beautiful. They're beautifully made. And they're a fantastic, great presentation, a nice Christmas box, and everything. You don't need to put Christmas paper and on it. could
1: I say, actually, I mean, we've uh, uh, just to say to Phil from 100% LCFC, I think they've been absolutely brilliant, and I'm glad he's brought that kind of content to our programme as well, Alan, because it's made a real difference. So I'm grateful to 100%
3: LCFC. That's fine. And from 100% LCFC, we are giving away one of Dave's. Uh,
5: beautiful little foxes trying to you trying trying to, to. <laughs>
1: everybody likes each other you I'm just being nice oh, to Phil
5: because he's given me a lift home <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> no
3: we're giving away one of these so hopefully we'll talk about that towards the end of the show right because you've got competition a competition, competition for all the fans to yep. uh, to predict what tomorrow's uh, who's going to be the first scorer and the final scorer away at the Newcastle match but we'll probably come on to that later before they they do do that
5: on your website maybe maybe they want to think about that now think think about you know what's your score going to be who's going to score the first goal 100% LCFC you need to let them know and and, and we'll read out some of your predictions before the end of the programme
3: Perfect. We we run it every week on www.100lcfc.com, so people can enter now. Yeah, do it now, then we'll get some info. But we, we don't seem to be able to give it away, because people keep predicting the wrong who's going to Come on, everybody. I so mean, so we need all the fans gonna, to have lots of goes. tell me okay, that what, some
5: of our fans can't get this
2: right. Come okay, on.
1: OK, I want to do some questions we've got down here, because we've got co- quite a lot to get through still, and some more Alan music, So I'm not doing any of mine anymore, because I'm getting told off.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: Lloyd Townsend <laughs>
5: says... Uh what are the best qualities we've shown this season? I think we've taken over where we left off last season. Whereas we like to do we're at our best when we're passing the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball quickly, one and two touch football. That's when we're at our best. Um it showed against Manchester United. It showed for certain periods even at Chelsea away, Everton at home. When we take care of the ball, we're all right. It's when we get a wee bit sloppy and uh when we allow teams to dictate us, you know, to to, to, to force Casper Schmeichel to kick long, for example. We don't want that to happen So um I th- I think generally our play has been pretty good and uh We can only improve on it. You're always looking to improve, but I do think that the passing side of our game has been particularly good. Okay, I'm going to jump to the next question because everybody's involved in this. Uh, Ashley the Daddy Cleaver
1: says, who's your greatest player of all time? Well, I'll go first. I've got Georgie Best. That was straight off. For me, it was always Mr Best. Uh, Yours? Pelly. Yeah.
4: Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I I think uh, Hero, good friend of Alan... For me it's got to be Gary Lineker is oh, not it? Oh, don't be stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gary Lineker. Hello, Gary. Would
4: Favourite like player of all with? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you player. taught him all he knows. No, <laughs> no
1: he's a race player, everybody's got a different choice, you know, his choice, don't knock him for it.
5: Hey. Just cos you played with him. Dear and me. And he was quite good. He couldn't smash my boots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Phil. I'm gonna go I'm only kidding, Link. I'll go for somebody contemporary. It's uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah, Is oh, he, that, that took an awful lot of thinking Phil, but, didn't but it? But could he be considered the best ever already while still playing? Yeah, that's a yeah.
5: yeah. Pelly was a genius. And the way in the time that they played and the footwear they had and the pitches they had, surfaces, everything like that. And, and you know, I just think if you watch some of the watch back some of the stuff that that step over against Russia, I mean he sent the goalkeeper for a cup of all, for goodness sake. You had to pay a ticket to get back in the game. It was absolutely fantastic. The goal he scored uh, against Sweden in in, in the World Cup finals. But I think he'll probably be most remembered for Gordon Banks saving one of his headers, you know. But yeah, Pelle yeah, for me, yeah. absolutely a genius.
4: That's a feature for the future as well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it People is. People email in their best player of yeah, all your time. best Let's player. debate
5: that. Yeah. too many competitions well, going I, I think, on here. I think,
1: yeah, <laughs> best player and favourite player is kind of a different thing, though, isn't it? Because yeah. Yeah, I couldn't argue too much with Pelle, but I always like watching on You know, so it's, it's a it's a yeah it's, it's what the best player for you was. I've played was against John, but
5: be- uh, George, George Best, John. You? Any
1: good? Were you any good against I him? I
5: not make them. D- did you?
1: Honest truth. Well he was never a defender was he? No, it
5: wasn't either <laughs> that I was just it was up at Hibernian when he played for Hibernian. Ah, right. Jock yeah. took us up there for a game and I remember sticking it through his legs and he just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he probably appreciated it. Aye well. He was probably drunk.
2: oh
1: that's not very nice that's not nice not very nice okay uh joshua smith moving on quickly uh (laughs) joshua smith uh says do you think our aim is still to avoid relegation or what is the aim this season well it's obviously to stay up isn't it
3: from myself from a fan's point of view i'd still very grounded and i think let's stay up i'll take fourth from bottom i know we've had a nice start uh, and hopefully it does develop over the season, and I do hope we do break break into that top half of the table. But if you if you offered me today here, just staying up, I'd take it. Snap your hands off.
1: Just going back quickly. Blue Army Brazil on Twitter says Pele.
5: Hey, good lad, V's. <laughs> but I can't agree with Phil there. Fourth bottom. What's your es- expectation? Well, well, you, 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 it. you oh, talked about nine. You mentioned ninth. Yeah, hang on a minute. We're just going for fourth bottom. We're all right. Yeah, okay. I take it nah, for this for season. No, for no, this no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Also, the financial, As a
1: player, the financial implications of finishing higher. Yeah, quite players in
5: that didn't bother about financial implications, apart from the fact that it's their money goes in their bank account each week. But players don't want to finish fourth bottom. No. They want to. If circumstances place, yeah. come, the end of the season, that's a different thing. But I think expectation at the minute is. Finish at least top half. I've got to have someone to go for. We had a conversation last week, John, when I rang in,
4: and uh, we're currently tracking for forty-eight points. Yes, yeah, so right, that's the, right. So if we
5: carry on on this form,
4: question is where will forty-eight points get you? And I guess it's just below halfway,
1: which is fine. Should be fine. Are you drunk? Alan looks <laughs> disgusted that we're excited. My name's John. Okay, uh, thanks for that, Joshua. Uh, Cole Goodwin says, uh, "What's the best game you've commentated on in your career?" I could I, so I'll give, well, you, mine. There's, there's,
5: I'll give you mine as well. Aye, there's, well, there's two or three. Aye, but you asked me, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to answer it too. Did he say, dear John? What's the <laughs> best game? He doesn't name? say Alan. You, well, you said Alan. I didn't. I, you I did. I did paranoid. he say Alan? They were for Alan. Wind it back. <laughs> I'll do it. There's earlier. been yes, a few. There's been there's been a few. Obviously, the one where we actually clinched promotion uh, up in up in Lancashire. But I think the best one is not even Forest away uh, when. We scored that goal very, very late on. I remember standing up and shouting, give him it, give him it, give him it. When Anthony had the ball, gave it to Woody and was saying, give him it back, give him it back. And when it went in, it was just... Uh, I remember I started crying. And it's not often that I cry at football match. I cried after the semi-final of the FA Cup. But um, there I was so overcome uh, with emotion. Uh, such such an amazing sight. The, the atmosphere, the the repercussions, the, the the just the fans, the fans, dear me, were unbelievable as they have been um, for many years. But I think I think they're not in a Forest game, which sort of I finish with alle les Bleu. That oh yeah. I mean, from yeah.
3: a fan's point of view, that Forest game, that's what it's all about. Is you only need one of those every few years to keep you coming and coming and coming because. Oh, it was a tremendous... Uh, in that.
1: Yeah, the, the, this commentary that I did is the one that's actually in the... The commentary's in that museum in Manchester. Where you know, National Museum. National Museum. And it was... you remember this one, the three all against Arsenal.
3: Yes. Oh Because
1: yeah. we're 2-1 down, Matt Elliott equalises, Bergkamp scores his hat-trick, and then... Walshie. Walshie at Rossi the end. And, and I don't think I stopped non-stop talking. <laughs> it was great fun. Great fun, that
5: one. The word for the listeners,
3: though. 97. <laughs> do do <laughs> great games make for great commentary, I suppose. That's pretty oh, obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. sure,
1: do. Definitely do. Uh,
3: Luke Austin quemby
1: says Does this group of players and all manager have the potential to have more success than any other
3: team or manager we've had? Good question. Potential, uh, from a, again, I would say yes, because we're all waiting to see where it's going to go. So, potentially, yes, they could go on and perhaps even better what what we did under the Martin O'Neill era in recent history but the jury's out on that one at the moment but I think all fans are sitting here with bated breath thinking this this could be the best
5: ever Leicester City crop of players. Well I, I think it's what you, you, you term a success now we have never won the league the premiership, the first division No, am I correct? Have That's we won correct. the FA Cup? No. No. Have we won the league cup? Yes. yes. How many times?
3: Uh, four. Right so that, that
5: we'll... doesn't count. So does <laughs> so does winning the FA Cup make you more successful the most successful manager It's a big competition yeah Or yeah. is it getting into Europe when was the last time we were in Europe 2000s yeah But well, that was different like... different qualifications because you won a cup Correct. That yes. got you into Europe Yeah that's right But yeah. to get into the Champions League top 4 if you if I think if you did that You've got to be the most successful I man ever if you can manage to get a top four. If place. you got in the Champions League, that's that's undoubtedly would be oh, a, just
3: an amazing incredible. achievement. It's a bit It'd of a, a closed shop at the minute. Yes, in, right? it's yeah. a bit
5: of a closed shop at the minute. Yeah, but hey, Arsenal were up there. Man United were up, well, forget about that. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to do one
1: more before we have the next track from Alan. Uh, Ivan Smith says, with Arsenal being the most expensive team to watch on ticket pricing, how LCFC got it about right. And should we think about extra seating at this early stage of returning to the top flight? As there's demand, obviously there's potential to they built the stadium so they could make it a bigger capacity if they wanted to.
5: I think, I think logistically, the the, the more seats that they want to put, and that's that's a that's something that's totally, completely and out of our hands. Where would they put them? How would they build them? I think think the stadium is
3: designed so that you can put on extra rafts behind the main stand and the the, east stand. It was designed with that in mind that they could increase the capacity. I think up to 42,000. And I believe I'm right in saying last year there was... The plans were re-looked at again. Uh, So I think in principle they have been submitted even.
1: And they they own the stadium and everything now anyway, so... It's all in
3: place today. Again... On 100% LCFC, we have loads of fans every week saying, has anybody got any tickets? Yeah, any spare tickets? You you know, even the Burnley game, I think, was a sellout." So I think, from a fan's point of view, continued success. Those extra seats will be needed
4: in a year or so. The the key point of his question there was, at this early stage, now, if we go and spend a shed load of money now and make it 42,000 seats a stadium, should the worst happen, and you only end up with 20,000 people in there, it becomes a little bit uh, difficult to generate an atmosphere. So it has got to be sustained, and if it is sustained, and if we do go on to things like the owners are talking about, putting the funding in to get us where they want us to be, then undoubtedly... That'll that'll
5: follow naturally. Undoubtedly, it'll
4: be natural growth.
5: Well, the thing is, as well, I mean, say say we stay in the the championship this season, sorry, the championship, the premiership, uh, sort of just below mid-table, next season just below mid-table, next season below mid-table. Are people going to keep renewing their... um, Season tickets, etc. If you're going to build more onto the ground, I just, I think we've got to wait and see for for that. As as regards to the ticket pricing, I think generally Leicester City must be pretty much up there with you know. Value for money well, so a, to mate speak.
1: Mike, a mate of mine came in, their tickets were 44 quid, I think, the ones he got. Again, as a season
5: ticket holder,
3: if you if you can stump the money up front, you get yeah, the best deal, yeah, and I yeah. think it, it's, and it's c- quite reasonable in that and format. But a day to day ticket. You can pay monthly, you can pay monthly, and stuff like you that can. as well. They, the you? club do quite well, I think, at, at offering different breakpoints in yeah. prices. Oh, Alan, Blue
1: Army Brazil says, uh, Youngie, you screaming in the background on that knocky goal made me cry as well.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll throw that in. I remember that.
1: Um, so, when are we going to see players like Nick Powell get a bit of a game? Says John McGinley.
5: Hey, do we all want to see Nick Powell? I think we do. Do we absolutely. all want to see him playing? But but how is he going to get in? And the low injury, the lack of form, whatever, where does he play? Is he a lone striker? Is he a wide striker? For me, I mean, I want you to see the boy play. If he's going to play three up front, I'd like to see him given
4: a chance. I think, for me, love Nugent. I think he's been brilliant for Leicester. Is he the best option we've got in the squad we've got at the moment if he's your third striker and you put in a Joa and, and Vardy in as your top two? I think Nick Powell deserves a shout. Um, I love Nugent. Plays with a smile on his face, works his socks off, tries his best. But we've bought Nick Powell into the squad and I think a lot of fans would like to see him he's been exciting when he's played for for Manchester United so uh, let's have a look at him Uh,
1: just to let you know uh, we've had a very good response to the programme so thank you if you've joined in uh, somebody's just got in and said we've got quite a few people listening and they're quite excited here at Hermes fm right, and, and we're quite excited to have you listening as well and, uh we've had a kind of guess the score thing going phil haven't we as well and that's
3: right john we're, we're running this competition to win one of dave's fantastic little foxes on uh and www.100 you don't have to say the, you don't have to say the oh. w's don't worry just 100lcfc.com without... there, there you go you enter there all you have to do is predict who will score first tomorrow at Newcastle Which player and what the final score will be I've got a few come in yeah, come already on. Some entries So I've got uh, Kelly Chamberlain has sent one in She says Ujola will score first And Leicester will win 3-1 Whoa Ooh, Mark, brave. Yes Mark Carter has gone for Vardy to score first And Leicester to win 1-0 Everybody, all Leicester fans are all super positive <laughs> Which is great to Rightly think. so So um, we've got Jake Lawrence, he's had a go Again, he thinks Ujola will score first And Leicester will win 2-1 So, Alan
5: What? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Go there for an hour With every chance of winning the game but uh, And obviously go there to get the win But I think if, if we come away From there with a point, a 1-1 I'm going to go for a 1-1 David Nugent penalty It's not been the happiest
3: hunting ground for it. For us, has it Newcastle? I no, I was, only, I, was, I
1: was reading that in the moat today. It was kind of saying that it's been a while, and we've been three-one up and lost four. You remember the Shearer, oh dear, yes. the Shearer hat trick? Uh, yeah. I remember. I was actually at home listening to that one. I, that I one. It I just thought. seemed it was just seemed a difficult place to get a result, but uh, we're kind of glad that the same managers there, Alan. We talked about this a few weeks ago, didn't
5: we? Well, if he had gone, you know, you get the the new manager syndrome. If they would brought somebody else in, it tends to sort of. You know, players players start to think well I better pull the finger out a wee bit here, new manager, I've got to impress him, so maybe we we'll hope that well no hope, I don't like managers to get the sack, but maybe maybe Alan Pardew's under a wee bit more pressure after tomorrow's game. I think I think many people are saying
3: that if if Leicester do go and get a result there tomorrow, especially a victory, that that will be it for him. It'll be curtains for. I'm saying time. that every week. Well, I think I think it really will be tomorrow. I don't okay. think there'd be too. You know, I'm
5: not so sure that they can sack him. I mean, his, his contract's got yeah. five million, five five years <laughs> left in his contract. His contract it's must crazy, be a must, worth a couple of million pounds. Dear
2: oh, oh,
1: Okay, uh, a couple of uh, uh, qu- uh, points and questions uh, on the email studio dot uh, uh, com. Danny B says a quick question regarding where we'll finish in the table even if we finish 17th every season I'll renew my season ticket every season uh, bring back Youngie <laughs> Leicester legend he says and uh, Paul Weston uh, Alan Co I feel most Leicester City fans will renew their season ticket regardless of what league we're in never mind about position I suppose season ticket holder in the league won uh, championship and now in the Prem so I suppose if you're a Leicester City fan that's what you do you follow the team no matter what they are
4: yeah you do I mean inevitably when you play in a higher league you're going to a- attract more support um, people call them plastic fans but y- you're always going to get more supporters turn up when they're bigger games even when we've played in the championship and we've had a big game more people have come to-, to fixtures so I think that's just that's just football that's just people some people can't afford to come to every single game sometimes they can't get to the game for other reasons it doesn't make them uh, inferior supporters In my opinion A supporter is a supporter Whether he's a far flung fox Or whether he's somebody That comes to the game Every single week um, That's just my opinion You know, I think you can be A fantastic supporter And never go to the game For a number of different reasons
3: Very well done the far flung fox By the way <laughs> uh, Phil? Yeah I mean I, I'm afraid Since I was five years old I've been going down And I, I couldn't see anything else On a Saturday And I've, I've forced it on my wife And my kids And now they, they drag me there so it's once, <laughs> once it's like they say, blue blood. People often say, it, once you've caught the bug, and like I was saying about that forest game, there's certain points in your life where it, it's it's almost like an adrenaline rush or a drug. You, you when you have those, you go week in, week out.
1: Yeah, I remember the Derby one as well. I was commentating on that, and we you know the four
3: goals in fifteen minutes. minutes were, yeah, it's crazy. You can pick them out through your history, and you go, and that's why you keep going. You forget. That, some of the other games that may be like the Burnley 2-alls because we've got the Man United game that's one we'll never all forget uh, Ivan Smith question
1: says should we go all out in the FA Cup I, I
3: think, think, you've got I to think go you
1: have
4: can we go then? all out for the FA Cup not all <laughs> out of the FA Cup <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, yeah. A, yeah I think you've, the, why not they go hand in glove the two competitions if you get an FA Cup run it definitely boosts you know your, your, your domestic um, adventures some people will argue it's a bit of a distraction. Some people will argue that, you know, you get injuries and stuff and it's too many games. But I think it gives certainly the French players the opportunity yeah, I was to say go that. and get match practice and stuff. Um, me personally, a game's a game. 90 minutes, you want to win it, whether it's the Cup or the League. Just get out of there, do your best and win the game. The more games you win, it becomes a habit, winning. You know, it's not... You're running it in the pitch, not thinking are you going to win? You're on it thinking, how much are we going to win by? So, um, to stay in all competitions for as long as we can.
4: I think when you look at the two-cup competitions, and some people would argue you're better off out of the League Cup, the League Cup is extra fixtures midweek. So, that can be, I think, sometimes a bit of a problem for a manager. Whereas, FA Cup is always apart from if you did have replays. Um, it's it's typically a Saturday game, and if you're not in the Cup, you probably don't play. So it's probably less of a problem for the manager not having extra fixtures compared to the League Cup.
1: Uh, and actually, talking of players, uh, John McGinley uh, has been in touch. So I don't understand uh, a guy comes on and scores against Everton and doesn't get a game... Should we give uh, a chance? He doesn't mention anybody? he's obviously it's talking Ward. about Chris Wood. Yeah. Chris
5: Wood, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But we talked about that earlier, didn't we? Yeah. Well, listen, hang on. Wait a minute, let's twist that one round then. Okay. Let's twist that one round. Ben Hamer comes in for one game. Yeah. We get a win, we keep a clean sheet. Yeah. Why did he not keep his place? Because the other guy was. No, but why did he. It's just the same argument. Well,
1: I guess it is, but yeah.
5: You know, why is he not. He's... He he got brought. Well, and Chris n- not, not so like, I don't like to say dropped. And Chris
1: Wood, I suppose. I know, I, I, could, I had a chance to go, but he decided he wanted to stay as well. Well, as I think it's
5: well. another factor as well. At the
4: time that Chris the Wood score. came on as a substitute against Everton, yeah. Vard- Vardy was injured. Wood would have played. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy uh, yeah. to say. Uh, would he have played if Vardy was fully fit? He may not have even played in that game if Vardy was fully fit. And Vardy is fully fit now.
5: Yeah. I think They've all got their roles to play. I mean, that's, yeah, y- that's you don't right. know, you don't win games. You don't win football matches. You don't win cups, leagues, and anything with eleven players in a sub these days. It's an eighteen man, twenty man, twenty two man game. Now, you know you've got three subs. You've got seventeen. Sorry, you've got eighteen players available to you for every game. Right, eleven on the pitch and three out of seven. We off Could the have pitch.
1: injuries later on and suspensions. Yeah, but the thing and is,
5: we, we, they are they're there. To help you win the game. They're there to go on and try and influence the game. They're there to go on. For example, Matthew Upson. Where is he? I believe he's, still injured. Ma- he's, still, still, he's still injured. He's one, well, you know, Because I, I thought, great signing. Yeah, Brings him in. For example, the Newcastle game tomorrow. You're getting absolutely battered. The wind's howling. It's chucking it down the rain. And it's nil-nil with nil five minutes, ten minutes to go. You're getting absolutely mullered. Who do you bring on? For me, it would be somebody like Matthew Upson. It would, isn't it? To, to, to become a back three in between the two centre-backs, plug the gaps, plug the holes, calm things down and come back away with a nil-nil. I think that's the kind of thing Matthew Upson's with us for and I look forward to seeing him. I, I, I'm wondering if vasileski can do the same role. Again,
3: another player who yeah, hasn't yeah. featured at all this year. and Last year, he was he was one of my favourite players. I thought he would get the nod ahead of maybe Moore or Morgan, but with, with his experience coming through.
5: But he's, he, not, he's not a madman. Mad man. <laughs> he, but we like that as man. fans. We, we, we
2: like he that.
1: had a good season. I'd love season.
5: to have played against him. Yeah. He does have. look bonkers. Oh, uh, great, great.
1: Tom Paulie, uh, on Twitter says, how do players react to a negative atmosphere? If it's nil-nil after half an hour, how will the Newcastle fans react tomorrow?
3: Oh, good point. I
1: guess that's what Leicester will be trying to do, though, is put pressure on, it? Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it earlier. Yeah,
3: I think I mean the Newcastle fans—they're all there with their out dot com banners. So the minute Leicester start putting the pressure on, or or if we were to get a goal ahead, I think I think that would be critical. If we can turn the crowd, the crowd's baying and they're oh, re- they're ready will. to go.
5: Oh, I tell you what, and they're famous for that as well. They
3: almost yeah. want, I think, tomorrow Newcastle th- to lose to get Pardieu out. Jordies
5: so. and people from Newcastle—they were born mourning. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, because they'll have a right going. It's, it's an absolute fact. If you in their crowd and you get playing your football, every I tell you what happens. Newcastle United players then start to... They, whoa, how can just, I put this? No, no, no. They're, they're frightened of making a mistake. Yeah. They, get they, they get frightened. Of, so therefore they tend to hide a wee bit, some of them. Those with the smaller hearts and the big hearts, you know, take responsibility... They, they tend to hide for the ball. They don't want the ball. They don't want to be a mistake. They don't want to make that pass that gets intercepted and the team goes up the other end and scores. So there's a certain amount of fear comes into their game. So if we can get that crowd... I'll tell you, at half-time, if it's nil-nil, when they walk off the pitch, Alan Pardes is going to get some. Yeah. I uh, just had an email from uh, uh, Catherine
1: Peet in Thurby saying, Younger, you're a legend. I only just found out you're on Hermitage. Is this regular? Yes, It is.
5: Hello, Kath and Peter. Thanks for joining us here, um, and I hope you're going to join us each week. Yeah, it's going to be going to be regular. As soon as Hermitage FM start paying me, I'm doing all this for <laughs> nothing.
1: I'm doing it for nothing as well.
5: Yeah, but I'm it's good. a community radio. Station. Yeah, but I'm good looking, John. I need my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you need a bit. Of no, bomb. but Kath and Peter, thanks very much. We're having a great time uh, today with John, and obviously we've got Phil in for 100% L- LCFC and we've got Dave, Dave Sullivan, the little fox man.
1: <laughs> yes uh and we've been talking about uh taking this program effectively kind of on the road phil haven't we just talk us through that
5: yeah at
3: 100 percent, lcfc we're, we're trying to take youngy out to meet the fans that's where he's best chatting with the fans getting their views ch- telling them forcing his views on them tell them off so we're looking at <laughs> arranging live events we've We've got several venues lined up. It's going to be some sort of roadshow event around the county, perhaps even outside the county. So we're, we're keen to hear from people who've got venues and fans if they want us to come over to Market Harbour or Leicester or Thurby or Northampton. We're, we're happy to travel. And it's, it's hopefully something that's going to be done on a regular basis, maybe a monthly basis, and it's going to be a new format. Not not just um, questions and answers, but perhaps talk about old times. Perhaps we're going to get in some other players that Youngie knows. We're perhaps even going to do a less city quiz in the yeah, minute. Of, of a, a quiz, and have of prizes it, yeah. And, I've
1: done quizzes before. And make it
3: a real good fun evening where the fans can come down. It's not a dry event, it's a real good fun, and they can come and have a beer and have a good old chat, and we can talk. Uh, and we can Les watch Alan city.
1: dancing to Candy Sam. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I've had a suggestion about this, and, and this goes down to Dave about the attire that I would have on of, of the <laughs> evening. Oh, yeah. Now, I did, I have gone on about, you know, the basic City rollers, they wore a particular kind of. You know, trousers, tru- <laughs> No, but there's trousers, but you know, the song is Donald whores your trousers, it means he doesn't have trousers on. Nah. So, what's he got on? Out. A kilt. Oh, kilt. Oh, 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 oh you see. Oh. I might wear a different pair of trousers <laughs> to each event, but uh, I might just wear
1: a kilt. Anyway, if you live near in a, a, a location where you think uh, the road show would work, then Phil, Yeah, contact us
3: via the website and let us know, or yeah. contact us via Facebook. We've had lots of great suggestions, some venues that we're talking to already. Um, so, yeah, keep sending in your suggestions, or if you're a host in one of the venues, do contact us. We'd love to bring the show. Pack your pub or phone. Fun- yeah. room out. It's I great think it'd be fun. a great crowd.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's great fun.
3: Get all the Leicester fans together. Yeah, talk all things great City, for
5: all things Leicester City, and
1: more. Um, okay, Dale Twigger, question to Alan Young: If you could work with one of the current Leicester City players, who would it be and why? That's a good one.
5: Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, I think probably David Nugent. Um, Probably because he, for, for example, for one thing, he works hard. And, and me playing up with anybody who doesn't put the shift in, then uh, I'd either, I'd, I'd probably punch them or something like that. But <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't tolerate, for example, Jermaine Beckford. I'd have been in jail now <laughs> if I'd been playing up with Jermaine Beckford. But David, he's a, he's a workaholic, but he's also got goals and he, he's a clever player. Uh, the type of player I, I remember playing up front, obviously with Gary for three seasons. David's not David's technically better, but not as quick. But he's he's, he's clever. David he uses his brain well, and I I think a combination. I would be good for him, but I think he'd be good for me as, uh, yeah. as well. So
1: I love the way that David runs. He's kind of like uh, <laughs> it's like a little kind of <laughs> very
5: short stride. Yeah, isn't no, it? Yeah.
1: No, it's very peculiar, isn't it?
5: Yeah. But he's got a bit of speed. He well. gets there. Yeah, he does. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell him what you said No, I, 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 Funny run David, John <laughs> yeah, uh, John Sinclair thinks any- you run funny
1: <laughs> No, but he does put a lot of You'd energy He'll probably be listening,
5: Nuge you, will be listening Yeah, probably,
1: no no offence Nuge um, <laughs> uh, It's only uh, his friends that
2: get
1: to call him uh, <laughs> uh Ivan Smith says, we've done this already but I'll mention it anyway because I've got a question here uh, Do we need to strengthen the January transfer market If in what area? But I guess it's the area where we strengthen might be dictated by what we said before about injuries and suspensions yeah. Uh, but if you could strengthen today, where would it be?
4: I think for me it would probably be left back. I think Konchesky's had a brilliant season so far. Probably stepped up more than we expected. Because how can
5: you say that? Mm. You're contradicting yourself there. Well, yeah, I think strengthening Paul Konchesky's had a great season, but. But what I was going to say is the but is
4: who would replace him if he got injured? Slope Is that the answer? Yeah. Well, not a I think all right. Yes, well, no not a yeah. defender. Have we got strength in depth at left back? So my point was, Konchesky for me wasn't brilliant last season. He's been brilliant this season, but we haven't
3: got see, recognised. It, see Slup so for me, if you're we playing three at the back, would work because of his pace. Yeah, he's like, still again. When when we're watching him, there's times where you hold your breath watching Jeff Slup as a fan because you think he's either going to do something but brilliant. But is he, or something. Is yeah, but he's playing basic. left
5: back, playing left right. You're playing with three at the back. Where's Jeff playing? Left wing back. back. Right. Just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, Because yeah, you said if we play three at the back, Jeff Sloot should play.
1: Yeah, I've met the left wing back,
5: yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think his best position is definitely wide left. He's yeah, not a striker, yeah. or actually, Alex, Alex Ferguson would have signed him when he went on uh, when he went on loan there and they had to look at him. He'd have, picked, he'd have said, Is he better than what we've got? No. Get him away. So, therefore, apart from that, I don't think he's a striker. I, I just don't think he's a striker, that's all. Um, he had chances at Burnley. Yeah, chances. Missed. Yeah, but... And I, and similarly, I don't think he's a defender. How old is he now? He's, he's, he's still very young, someone, isn't he? Early 20s, uh, 20, 23. Yeah, he's yeah. still
1: growing as a player, isn't he? Very much so.
5: No, no. No, 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 no. I don't but, think he well, is. Well, you look at Ross Barkley and people like that and, and and Sterling and everything. They're only babies. If you're 17 and 18, you're in the first team now, if you're good enough. How old is Geoffrey Sloot, did you say? I'm not the sure. Early 20s. Early 20s, early 20s yeah. yeah. Of course he's got time, but has got to be. He's in the. He's in the Premiership now. He wants to keep playing. He wants his position. He wants to keep playing for his country and everything. And he knows that if he doesn't do it, he'll get dropped. He's good enough to do it. Don't give me Is robbed. he
4: improving though, Al? Is he improving? He, he burst on the scene as a teenager, and he was going to be the next thing since sliced bread. Well,
5: that's the thing that but is he improving. Well, that's the thing that will either keep him in the team or keep him out of the team. The manager will make a decision. And say. Can he adapt? And is he a Premiership player? Can he hold his own in the Premiership? Well, no. You can't tell over four or five games, can you? So the manager will know. And then at the end of the season, it'll be a case of saying, right, you're staying or or you're going. You re-evaluate your squad. See where the weaknesses are. See who can't or couldn't cope in the the Premiership. And then... uh, if you're still in the Premiership, then then you make decisions on players' futures.
3: He, he's been very versatile, Shlopit. I think he's been played in several positions just this season. which so Pearson obviously likes the fact that he can move him around and pop him into different places. Even during a match, he switched him around and moved him in anywhere from the back to the middle to the front. He's, he's, he's almost already this season played in, in most
5: positions. Well, he has and he did so last season as well. Mm. He played left back for a while um, and, and he did very well. So useful utility player, very very well. Until I think away at Leeds United when he gave away a penalty and stuff, he had a horrendous time there. But um, yeah, he's a he's a great utility player. I personally, you know, you look at him and you think, well, if he get 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 the ball and get turned, and get at people, that's when he's uh, he's most
4: exciting. I think. But going back to John's point and the question that was raised, where do we need to strengthen? For me, I've pitched in left back. What do you guys think?
5: He thinks he's a clever lad, doesn't he, Dave? He's Just bringing it, it all there. back round, yeah? He sat on back with a big, folds his arms, <laughs> big grin on his face. He's going to lose a few teeth in a minute. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, was, is coming out next.
1: What was the question? <laughs> uh, where, what area are you looking to strengthen?
5: Uh, I think they should put me in at assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> See be nice. you, shaky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: OK, Phil, any I, 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 I'm pretty happy at the moment. I think all the players yeah. oh, are, are playing now. Or assistant manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, not, I'm not sure we need anybody just yet. I think that'll come in January. I think that yeah. question's a lit, uh, maybe six or eight weeks early at the moment. OK,
1: yeah. uh, looking at some of the head-to-heads uh, uh, for Newcastle tomorrow, Leicester's last victory there uh, was, I've forgotten this, actually, April 2000 when we won 2-0. That, uh, that's been drawn out of the uh, BBC archive there. Um, Magpies have uh, won their last four meetings between the two sides, and then beaten in their last eight league meetings with Leicester. We know the record. We talked about it's not it's not great, but it's. I mean, so the strong. current
3: form guide, John, is yeah. is is what w- is real interesting, and I think Newcastle's is the last five or six is drawn, lost, drawn, drawn, lost, drawn. Leicester's, is drawn, lost, one-one, drawn, lost. So slightly more form for Leicester, I would say. Quite yeah. a lot more form.
1: Yeah. Is that whether that home advantage is going to count for a, because as we've said is under pressure from his own fans which can't be very nice but is that seeping through to the players I guess that's the question
5: oh absolutely the, the, the players will definitely get as soon as the crowd start the, the players you know they, we've discussed it earlier players, certain players will go in the shell and they won't want to show for the ball or, or won the ball and they won't want to make a mistake yeah Pardew will come under pressure but at this point in time think about yourself think, think as a Newcastle player I'm sitting here thinking what am I going to do tomorrow I've got to do my best you know the manager's under pressure Leicester city we should beat them that's what they'll be thinking I mean I wonder as a a player Alan do you think the players would the
3: Newcastle players would have been preferred to playing away tomorrow when they went to Swansea last time out they got a, a a reasonable draw do you think there's less pressure when they're playing away
5: I think that's a decent point Phil but um and at home they'll get it, the jitters. I know, but if you've got a player with great determination, character, you can you can block all that out and get on with it. You know, there's, there are certain players that can't handle that and the manager will know who they are and therefore he won't pick them. He needs supporting as a manager, really, tomorrow, his players, doesn't and he? And he's not going to get it if it's nil-nil after half-time. No. Is there a case to say that we need to bombard the
4: keeper as well if there's a, a bit of a suspect injury? You know? Corn, corners, really, free kicks, long-range shots.
1: they uh, declared him fit, haven't they, today?
3: So. Well, they will do. They are not going to tell yeah. you, hey, your keeper's <laughs> injured, have a shot. Do, Alan, do you think we should go at them in the first 15 minutes and get a lead?
5: I think, uh, well, yeah, you're not guaranteed to get a lead they'll fill. No. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to yeah, get at them. Get at them early doors, close them down, make them play... Back in their own 18-yard line, make them go back to the keeper. Let's the big thing is for me is getting up the pitch. Get up to the pitch, get up to the half line, get your back four on the halfway line and keep them there. Win the second balls. When the ball goes out of the box or whatever, or a misplaced pass, win the second ball, keep possession, get it wide, get it in the box, pick up the second ball. Keep it. Go back to the back four across the halfway line. Maybe move it out to the other side. Take people on. Ball in the box. Ball in the box. Players in the box. Lose, lose possession. Regroup. Get yourself back. Get your shape. Get your organisation. But you've got to do that for 90 minutes, not just for the first 15.
1: Score predictions? Any more coming? Um, Bill, we have a quick look. I'm just going to mention that uh, tomorrow here on Homeless FM, Anthony Paul, who's our breakfast show presenter in the week. Uh, starts a 36-hour marathon uh, on air from 10 a.m. tomorrow to 10 p.m. Sunday night. Part of that money is coming to the radio station and to a local charity as well. I'll be doing my part tomorrow afternoon uh, reporting on a, a rugby match in Ashby, somebody said, and also uh, Cole Villa in the uh, FA Trophy tomorrow. I'll be reporting uh, from there on that game as well.
5: Good luck. Thank you. Good luck, everybody.
1: So let's hope they raise a bit of money for the station. I'm so sure they will
3: Yeah. Score predictions Some last minute score predictions um, And you can enter right up till kick-off tomorrow, don't forget But um, Andy Brown suggests his prediction is that Merez will score first And Leicester will win 3-1 uh, VZ has come on and he says that Drinkwater will score first And Leicester will win 3-2 So like I say, everybody confident for a Leicester win
1: Yeah, you've got to be I mean, if you're doing predictions, you're not going to predict bad things, are you? No, <laughs>
4: we'll get some, we'll,
5: we'll get something tomorrow. I'm surprised that I'm get not getting some stick for just saying we're going to get a one-one. <laughs> well,
2: I think the one-one's fine. I, I think, think fans it, yeah. will take a point I'd away. Take, in the okay, I, I tell you what, a one-one's great if you're one-nil down with a minute to go. Uh, we had a poll
1: during
3: the programme um, Phil yeah the fans have, have cast their votes and during the show 83% say they think Cambiasso should start interestingly 16% say again in Nigel we trust but nobody has said he shouldn't start
1: ah, okay. That's not one person we wait to see uh, let's have a quick plug for 100% LCFC uh, the uh,
3: the predictor score is up to tomorrow yeah right up till kickoff. enter via 100LCFC.com ok and GlassFox
4: uh, very quickly, trying to get the likes up for the Facebook page. Simply search on Facebook for Glass Fox um, and click the like button, please. Thank you.
1: Okay, thirty seconds to go. Alan, quick thoughts on tomorrow. Just sum it up for us.
5: Uh, a tough game, a hard game. Um, lots of good performances needed. A one-one for me, and you know you'll take a point. But who knows? You might just sneak a get a sneaky three points.
1: OK, and uh, hopefully everybody can come back next week and we'll do it all again same time. Today! Here on uh, Hermitage uh, FM. Uh, really enjoyed it. I'm John Sinclair. I'm back on Tuesday, 4 till 7. Good night from me.
5: And it's good night from
1: him. Good night. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up
0: with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.